Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, by whose hand we are given new birth, by whose speaking we are given new life. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
time for our children's message. Oh, you want to be on this side? Okay. Victoria, what's on your head? Uh, a candle headband. A candle headband. What? Why are we all wearing red? Just because it's time. Because it's time. What? Why do you think we're wearing red and we have candles on our head? What do you think is the same about those two things? What, what color is fire? Uh, orange. Orange and? Yellow. And if it gets really hot? Uh, orange. It also gets red. Whoa. Whoa. So do you think today we're going to talk about fire? Mm-hmm. Why would we talk about fire at church? Because I love it. Because you love it. <laughs> do you want to hear the real reason? Because today we're talking about the Holy Spirit. You love spirits? Well, this Holy Spirit comes like wind and fire. Whoa! Whoa! And to be a child and not be scared. Love it. Do you know why we think that the Holy Spirit comes as wind and fire? No. Because it stirs us up. It makes us do things. When you see fire, do you do something? No. No, you don't? But do you think people do? Have you ever heard somebody say, it felt like there was a fire under my bottom? Yeah. Yeah, it makes them go. Does wind make things go? No. It does. When there's a really strong wind, it makes things move. She's fine. Let her just hold it. She's not even one yet. So the Holy Spirit comes like wind and fire, and it makes us do things. What kinds of things do you think it helps us to do? Put antlers on their heads. Do you think that maybe it helps us do things that God wants us to do? No. <laughs> the answer is yes, it does. No. Hey, we don't scream into the microphone. It does. It does. Stop arguing. Yeah, it does. What, what kinds of things do you think God wants us to do? Do you think God wants us to do nice things or mean things? Nice things. Nice things. And do you think he sends the Holy Spirit to help us do those things? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's pray. Dear God. Dear God. Thank you for sending us the Holy Spirit. Spirit. For helping us do things and stirring within us. Within us. Amen. Amen. And I know that there are more flames for headbands if anybody is playful enough to wear one. Whoa. Whoa. I invite you to rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel.
Jesus describes the Holy Spirit as living water, quenching the thirst of all who come to him and filling the hearts of believers until they overflow. The Holy Gospel according to John, the seventh chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On the last day of the festival of booths, the great day, while Jesus was standing in the temple, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the spirit, which, the believ which believers in him were to receive, for as yet there was no spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you. You may be seated. I'll wear one. I bet David will wear one. Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay. I chose the re this reading. Well, there were choices today. I chose this reading because, oh, this was a blue gum one. Um, because, because it has water flowing out. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Because it has water flowing out at the same time that we're talking about fire that's being given in. And so there's this movement. There's movement always of the spirit. I am embarrassed to admit, but I'm going to admit it anyway, that I have very little sports vocabulary. Um, you know the bottom of the ninth and the whole nine yards are different sports? I didn't know that for a long time. Um, and that's the John Fogarty song, I think it's called Center Field. For the longest time, I thought that was about traveling standby. Put me in coach, honestly. I don't speak sports. It's not a language I speak. I speak sometimes silly. I speak color theory. I speak uh, sometimes goofy puns. Um, I speak sometimes theology. I don't ever speak singing out loud in front of people where I'm not facing away from you. But that's because I only have some of the gifts of some languages that I speak. And I think not only do we focus on the languages of the Medes and the Elamites and the Mesopotamians and the Romans and yada yada, not just on their language, but on what are the other languages that we speak? Who here speaks gardening? Anybody here speak gardening? 
music, some, uh, martial arts, thank you, numbers, who speaks numbers here? Fishing, that's a, that's a language that I'm happy to listen to other people speak. Uh, I like to hang out with them while they do it. But you get where I'm going with this. And we also speak different versions of those language depending on who we're with. What are the more formal ways we speak with some people? And what are some of the ways that we speak to people that maybe we live with, that we wouldn't speak to? I'm, I'm gonna double up on the headbands today. That we wouldn't speak to, speak, if we were speaking with people that we don't know or that we're trying to be formal in front of, or convincing in front of. When we see the, this, this great sound, I want you to remember, okay, so first of all, everybody came to this festival from all over, right? We're told that they come from all over, 50 days after Passover, they all come to Jerusalem. They're all Jews, but they all speak different languages, right? They don't all speak Aramean, or they might all understand Koine Greek. It's very specific in the Acts text that this is not a matter of all of a sudden everybody could understand Galilean. Okay, that wasn't actually the name of the language, but it's not like people could all, all of a sudden all understand that. It says that they understood in their own languages. God gave all these Galileans, the power to speak in the languages that the people needed to hear. Now, all the people who came to the festival, they expected it to go traditionally, right? Festival of booths, it talks about it in John, and I'll come back to that in a second. But if they're going to make the pilgrimage or not, there are traditions around the festival, they're gonna celebrate the festival, they know how it's gonna go, they know who they're gonna hang out with, they know where their offering is, where their feast is. We all know how it's gonna go. All of a sudden, this completely unexpected thing happens. Now, we have a lot of traditions, well, a lot of things, but for example, wearing red on Pentecost, which I love, by the way, color, remember I speak color theory. So, wearing red on Pentecost, focusing on flame, singing certain songs. We have these traditions around Pentecost. And something that is important for us to hear today is that sometimes God turns our expectations upside down, even around festivals and feasts and things that we've been doing the same way for however many years. Some of you know this, but I have a rule Anything we want to do more than three years in a row, I want to know why we're doing it more than three years in a row. Not because things need to be changed out every three years, but because it's so easy to get into a habit and to forget that this flame is a surprising thing, is a living thing, is an exciting thing. And it's a thing that when it happened with Moses, People got mad. Now, we here in the New Testament, 
the apostles saying, Jesus, people are casting out demons in your name. But they do it also in numbers. You know, oh my goodness, these people are prophesying. As God gave them the spirit. As God gave them the spirit. People do stuff differently. People need stuff done differently. People need to hear things differently. They don't need to just hear how God loves them and the analogies that I can come up with. They need to hear God loves them and the analogies that you can come up with and the analogies that are powerful in your life and the illustrations that move you that maybe I don't have any connection with. People need to hear in the language that they need to hear it in. And our God is capable of doing that. Our God is capable of speaking in whatever language people need to hear. And then we get back to John. And it says, now he said this about the spirit. And as yet, they hadn't received the spirit. Well, that's because in the gospel according to John, there's this real emphasis as to when Jesus, do you remember? breathes on, breathes on the disciple, breathes the spirit on them. And do you remember what he says when he does that? Anybody? Anybody? Peace. Peace be with you. And then he gives the spirit and he sends the people. So there's this, this surprising thing coming. There's John kind of saying, yeah, as yet there was no spirit. But when there was as yet no spirit, what's he talking about flowing out of the disciples' hearts? Water. Air flows. Fire can flow. Wind blows. Water flows. All of these are moving. The waters of baptism are moving. They're moving within us. They're moving from us. They're moving to others. The fire that God gives us in the Holy Spirit moves in us, moves through us, and then moves us to do, to serve, to share. I believe it's important to recognize that not every moment of your life are you filled up enough to move and share? There are times where we really need other people to share the spirit with us because we're struggling and we're having a hard time. There are so many ways that we can be having a hard time. And we don't have enough for ourselves. And then we need our brothers and sisters to to share what moves in them with us. That's why we're given a community, right? So that I can share with you how God moves me. And you can share with me how God moves you. As we look at the ministry that happens in and through resurrection, I just ask you to find out what are other people's languages? What are other people's spirit languages? 
Not just the gifts of the Spirit that, you know, Paul nicely lists for, lists for us. Or who else? I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm trying not to, not to call on you because you probably know the answer. But um, not just all the gifts of the Spirit. Another clergy in the house. Um, but anyway, what are the ways that God moves in you that you may not even think of? as spiritual language. I gotta tell you, I've heard people talk about, you know, digging in the dirt and growing things or whatever, in this way that's all spiritually transforming for them. I mean, really relating to the earth and they feel it. They feel it. Obviously, I do not. I can go on about God's presence in tie-dye for much longer than anybody wants to hear. Anybody who's at my workshop knows that. What spirit language do you not even realize is being the flame on your head or the water flowing from your heart? And what is it that meets in that water and fire? Water and fire both do what? They purify. They purify. And they also energize in very different ways sometimes. The festival of booths when Jesus is in the temple, and this is either right before or right after he makes everybody mad in the temple. Um, I think. Uh, he's in the temple for the festival of booths, which is the same thing, right, as Passover. So we know that he's celebrating the festival. He's connecting for us our baptism, our life in the spirit. Today, come to the altar and ask, what, what spirit gift is God giving me today? And if you're in a position to do so, share it. Amen. United in the hope and joy of the resurrection, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Passionate God, you sent your spirit through the gifts of fire, wind, and word. As you equip the disciples for their hard work, equip us to bring the good news to all those who long for you. Hear us, O God. Restoring God, wind and flame bring life and destruction throughout the world. We pray for those who work with wind energy, for migratory birds, for protection, for lands facing destructive fire, for forestry managers and firefighters. Renew the face of the earth. Hear us, O God. Ever-present God, your spirit embraces all. Send your spirit of understanding to immigrants, refugees, and any experiencing language barriers. Bless the work of translators, ESL teachers, ambassadors, and international peace organizations. Safely guide those fleeing war and danger. Hear us, O God. Merciful God, you anoint us with your spirit. Bless nurses, doctors, midwives, chaplains, counselors, and hospice workers as they care for those in need. We pray for all who seek your comfort, especially those living with substance misuse and brain disorders. Hear us, O oh God. 
Generous God, you impart a variety of gifts. Set aflame the desire to learn from one another, especially those who differ from us. Make your presence known through missionaries, peace workers, and through the outreach ministries of our synod, our community, and community, and task forces. Hear us, O God. Life-giving God, we give thanks for those who have died to new life in you. As we observe Memorial Day, we remember those who died in military service. Comfort all who mourn and usher in a world where war is no more. Hear us, O God. Rejoicing in the victory of Christ's resurrection, we lift our prayers and praise to you, almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. In this meal, you offer your very self. We give thanks for these gifts of the earth. In the breaking of this bread, reveal to us the risen one. In the pouring of this wine, pour us out in service to the world. Through, G through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us announce together the mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. The God of all, who raised Jesus from the dead, bless you by the power of the Holy Spirit to live in the new creation. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 9.30. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 
1-800-242-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.